Yes, people, it's episode 137 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, mid-yawn, mid-yawn, because it's mid-morning. I guess it's technically late morning, isn't it? I thought about that. You know, we always refer to, like, it's, it's 9.46. What do you call 9.46? Mid-morning? Early morning? It's late morning, isn't it? It's been morning since one minute past midnight. 12.01. So early morning would be, I guess the first, if it's 12 hours, I guess the first four hours, that's early morning. Mid-morning would be from, what? Yeah, so from 4.01 to 8.59. Wait, that's not right. 4, 5, 6, 7, 7.59. And then from 8... Onwards would be late morning. But I'd call you an absolute psycho if you said, yeah, let's meet late morning. I'm like, okay, cool. What about 11? No, I was thinking more 8. <laughs> i like, what? It's weird. There's these weird little things that I noticed. Like I was at Filio's gig on Thursday and Friday. And uh, I was reading that a website name. And it was uh, obviously said www. But that's a acronym, right? For World Wide Web, which is actually three times shorter than the acronym. Think about it. Stay woke. World Wide Web, three syllables, www, nine. So you're actually quicker saying World Wide Web if you're going to refer to a website. But you might get funny looks from people. www. Um, anyway, so I was talking about Filio's gig. Yes, I was at Filio's gig this week. I haven't asked you like, how you're doing. How, how are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Good, right. Small talk done. No, so, um, so Philo's gig this weekend, uh, this weekend, Thursday and Friday. I can't say the name of his shows. His show names are too long, but the shows are great at Streatham Space. Um, watching how this guy can kind of cultivate a following and sell tickets to absolute randoms and strangers. You know, people I know he's very he's very captivating. He um just talking to people in the crowd, it's like, have you you seen Fido before? And a lot of people were like, Yeah, but a lot of people were like, Nope. I was like, You not paid money to see this guy? <laughs> I just don't I just don't understand it how people pay money to see someone they've never seen before. I mean I think it's fantastic. And then the other people said, like, yeah, I saw him once at this place. And then I just came to see him again and again. And I was like, oh, brilliant. So now shout out to Filio, man. Um, Thursday, smoother show. More upbeat. Uh, I was just support for that one. Then Friday I was hosting. Um, and just the nature of his show is much more sombre, slower pace, uh, more emotive, more real stories. Evoked some tears from some people in the crowd. Um, just found the story very sad, and then it evoked some other emotions in other people. Um, <laughs> oh dear, so the the epitome. You know when people talk about privilege, and you know how uh, how some people are upset about white privilege being being a thing. You know, someone says, "Oh, you, you don't understand that because you're." Your white privileged... Well, that's racist. It's like, I'm just saying that you're actually 
a white man. I haven't called you any names. <laughs> but, um, all right, please don't be upset. Yeah, he was talking about slavery. And uh, someone, a lady in the crowd, uh, a lady of... Uh, of of uh, of um, how do you white a white lady in the crowd was like can I just ask you a question? Philly uh, was like no. <laughs> he said World War Two and he was just like no. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Philly was like you're literally raping the show. I said no and you're still doing something. And you haven't got consent to talk. And it's true. And I had a feeling what she was going to say. No one let her talk. She'd already piped up in someone else's set as well. And um, opinionated Alice. But she piped up in someone else's set. And um, and again got shut down then. With jokes and humour. But then this time she piped up at World War Two, And I knew what was coming. Even though she didn't get to finish it. I've seen it too many times. When black people talk about slavery and talk about it um, now, you get some people go, oh my God, it's ages ago. Why would they bring it up? You know, talk about reparations. Why would they bring it up? What? Are we meant to get money back to the Romans for when they voted the UK? And just like, no. No. No, no, you're not. So we're going on about it for us ages ago. It's like, it wasn't ages ago, okay? Like Jim Crow ended in the sixties. The apart apartheid happened in my lifetime. Ended in the nineties. So it didn't happen ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> ages ago. Then someone always brings up World War Two and say that how that's done and how we're over it now. And, you know, no one brings that up anymore. It's like, are you on drugs? Literally every single year on the 11th of the 11th month of the 11th hour. Get your pop age. What, you don't, you don't really support the war? People died for this country. You know, and it's, again, so constant reminder. Right? And also, you it, the effects of slavery still seen today. So I don't know how people try to make that comparison. But like I say, it's not most people who actually make the comparison. Most um, most white people know when you talk about things like reparations and slavery. Just go very quiet. <laughs> just get, get that, oh, fuck. <laughs> just start drowning in white guilt. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, nah, man, that shit, really shit. Like, it's fucked up. Fucked up and i get it when they don't want to watch shows or talk about it because i think that's a more normal reaction to uh that's a more actual human reaction to stuff like slavery is fuck that's so bad that's like really fucking bad rather than nah never happened get over it like that's just an arsehole's reaction to that and then to interrupt someone's show you've paid money to see and it's a show, so it's likely that whatever he's going to say, he's going to have some kind of point to it. You're going to go, um, excuse me, can I ask a question? World War Two? No, no, not today. Be quiet. Listen. Okay? 
was listen. I know. They handled it well. I mean, she got kicked out, spilt a drink on him with her drunken way. Um, and then someone else threw a drink at her. And it's just like, ugh, this is descending to fucking madness. Absolute carnage. Um, throwing a drink on her, they end up throwing a drink on the sound guy who came out of his booth to kick the girl out. So... I don't know, her friend was embarrassed. It, it just disrupted the flow of the show. But Mr. Phil Huff is very seasoned. Got it straight back on track. And uh, just carried on. Just carried on. Me, I, I'm, I'm almost four years in the game. I think I would have been able to carry on, but it would have been in my head. I would be rattled by it all. I, I would have interrupted part of my show. I would have talked for about 15 minutes, then just gone back to talking about her. But anyway, he did well. He did really well. So that was a good show, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being a part of it. So shout him out for that. Um, what else been going on this week? Got my haircut. <laughs> Got my haircut. That that was important. Um, what else? Ah, I had to go to my mum's house to uh, to find my degree. Here's a question, people. Those of you who have a degree, do you know where your actual physical certificate is? I think all you need is that you have your physical certificate and then staple to the back of that, you will have literally all of your pass marks from every module you did. And then the transcript from your university to say, just to verify that Darren Griffiths did his degree from this state to this state and has got his degree in business administration and psychology, which is, is the thing. I didn't know that was the name of my degree. I've when I first started at Aston University in Birmingham, they it said business administration and human psychology. I remember joking, guys, why have they said human psychology? It's not like I'd be doing animal psychology. And just from then I've always wrote I did business administration and human psychology. Only to read my transcript and see that it says business administration and psychology. Yeah. So I had to find my degree, um, my my uh, accounting certificate. I said, and then I was just rummaging through boxes. I found my national record of achievement. <laughs> Remember that? The leather-bowed national record of achievement folder. Ooh. So important. I was just reading all my personal statements that I had to write. Um... I think secretary school, so I had to write it to get into for my A levels. So shit. So I was just reading it all, and I was like, this is so unnecessary. Like, being a kid was actually hard. Not as hard as working, obviously, but there was, there was a lot of extracurricular shit you had to do as part of the curriculum. It was long. Let's read my personal statement. I was like, you're telling me this poorly written page of writing is what got me into got me into my sixth form college or do you think it's just my grades but did anyone actually read this if they did i feel sorry for them also that national record of it makes it sound like there's a central you know bureau that has all the national records of achievement from all the kids it's like nah i bet they don't 
I bet everyone else's national record of achievements even in the bin in the back of a cupboard somewhere like mine was. But um, what was on my national record? I took some photos. So I uploaded them onto onto Instagram. Found like old yearbooks, prom pictures. Then I found this brilliant certificate from um from my prom in twenty fourteen. It was certificate of tantrum. Um, for the biggest tantrum in year nine. I actually remember this. It has to be the only tantrum I can think of. Where uh, basically I got my finger caught in a door. I don't know how this happened. But I got my finger caught in a door. It fucking killed. So much so that in the natural human response. You react to the thing that causes the pain. So I kicked the door. In my rage. Forgetting that the bottom panel of the door is glass. But the glass was in the film. So that all the glass shattered. But it didn't break. It just all stayed in the film. Just to show that the film really worked. Because all you do is then. To replace it. You just pull the film out. Pull the window out. And then it all stays together. It's all shattered. But you don't get shards of glass everywhere. Well, I kick it. And then like a responsible 14 year old. I run. I run away from the scene of, of my crime. And I don't tell any of the teachers. Or the medical staff. That my finger was caught at the door. Because that would link me to the crime. <laughs> but yeah, that's what that was about. Um, then I found my year 11 um, report, my annual report from my teacher. And one of the paragraphs in there is um, what was it? Targets for future development. So this is for year six, so about to go into secondary school. Um, shout out Mrs. Blackburn. <laughs> Was a uh, target for future development. Darren has performed very well over the past year. My only concern for Darren for secondary school is that he needs to develop his self-control whilst being reprimanded. He tends to deal with the situation by smirking, which is not really appropriate. Exclamation mark. It has been a pleasure to teach Darren. I'm sure he will continue to be successful at Bray's growth. There you go. That's that was me. I used to smirk a lot um, when being told off. Part of me, do what? It's not even being told off. I don't feel awkward. It's the rage the other person has that I don't. It's the <laughs> it's the mismatch of emotion. You know, like when someone's really upset and you're not. It's just like. Man, this is this is awkward. <laughs> it's just so someone's livid at me, and I'm just like, um, I'm not feeling the same rage that you are right now. So, um, yeah, sorry, guy. <laughs> well, yeah, man, I had to do that. Got that in. Um, yeah. I had to collect all that stuff because um, I handed in my notice at work last week. Yeah, guys, I'm leaving. I'm leaving my job uh, to pursue a career full time in comedy. No, I'm joking. Of course, I'm not doing that. I, I don't earn enough to do that shit. No, I've got another job that's better paid. <laughs> that's why I'm leaving. That's why I have to get all my certificates and shit. Uh, I need to scan it all over. Got to get my another DBS check. This is my third DBS check. 
um, which is clean. I have one for the charity, uh, one for another um, institution with children because my mother-in-law fosters, you see. So they had to obviously, because I'm someone who frequently visits the house, they need to make sure that I am all good. And I was like, yeah, I'm all good. I don't care. I'll do it again. And then, uh, then because where I'm working next is um, a bit techy, a bit sensitive. They're like, yeah, you need a DBS check. I'm like, all right, cool. And that's clean. So I need to send that to them as well. So yeah. So I had to collect all these documents. Running errands all of yesterday, man. Had to get my got my car back. Got my car back, and um, they, they didn't fix two scratches on the other side of the car. And to be fair, that had nothing to do with the damage um, of the accident. So I can see why they didn't bother doing that. So I've got a teacup pen, magic marker, to see if that's going to work. We'll see. I'm optimistic that it'll work on one of the one of the uh, scratches, but it won't work on another. We'll see. We'll see. I'd return my car back, to, my uh, rental car back to Enterprise. I'm not sure. They said I had to pay like a £4 a day premium to get this bigger car. Because they were trying to give me a Fiat 500. Now, listen. I'm comfortable with my sexuality, but not that comfortable. I can't be driving around as a six foot black man with a beard in the Fiat 500. Not me, no. <laughs> I'm not that comfortable. Um, so I paid a £4 supplement to get a Vauxhall Mocha X, which is like a mini SUV, compact SUV, which now has got me thinking, which car do I want next? I'll get a new car in May. Do I want uh, a compact SUV? But if I do, I'll get a Volvo because I like Volvos because that's what car I have now. But um, I have a saloon. And I have like an extended hatchback, really. Um, so probably like the, the CX-40. It's XC40, sorry, XC40, CX is Mazda. XC40, or I really want the Kia Stinger. I want the Kia Stinger because I want people to see my keys and just think I'm driving the Kia and assume I'm driving like a Kia Seed. And then they see the Stinger, which is a two-litre GT engine with four exhaust pipes. <laughs> Leather seats. I think you do 0 to 60 in some like five point something seconds. I don't need to go 0 to 60 ever. But one day I will. And people will see the power. <laughs> I got yeah, it's one of those two cars. You've got the sensible car or the I've never had like a fun car. I've always just I've only had one car of my own. And that's the car I've got now. Never have a car I shared with my mum. So they've always been very sensible cars, understated. Like, I feel it's my right as a black man to be pulled over by the police once in my life. And I haven't. I haven't. I haven't, okay? It's not like I drive well. It's just my car's too understated. They're like, is that a black man driving? Oh, no, it's just a Volvo. Don't worry. Don't worry, Johnson. Not this guy. Not this guy. Hey, is that? So that black guy, the BMW, yeah, all right, let's let's pull him over. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's gonna happen with the Stinger. I'll be driving along with that. How fast is that car going? It's going seventy in the forty mile per hour zone. All right, let's, all right, let's get him. Woo, 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 woo! As they're pulling up behind me, they see it's a Kia, and being like, oh, actually, no, turn, turn, turn the siren off, leave it. He's driving a Kia. 
It's not the black guy we thought he was. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. What is he talking about? Um, also, I went to Burger King yesterday. Had the Rebel Whopper. Yeah, the plant-based one. That's not suitable for vegans, even though it's purely plants, because they use the same grill. This makes you think, who the hell is this for, this burger? I guess it's actually for me, a guy who that doesn't eat red meat, but misses a Whopper. And I'll tell you what, it tasted nice. Like, it was good. It was good. I liked it. I'm not sure if it's there for a limited time or it's there to stay. But if it's there to stay, I'm in for it. No joke, Birkin, you might have won me back. Even though I have to pay, like, Nando's prices for one of your meals. I think it costs you, like, £8. Burger chips and a milkshake, eight quid. Five guys' prices. That's why McDonald's stays winning. Because you could be broke, but you can afford McDonald's. And that's across the world. You hear about like in America where the nutrition's so bad, get food stamps. It costs like X amount to get fruit and veg, but like McDonald's will do two Big Macs and fries for two dollars. So it's a no brainer. If you haven't got the money, why? Why did I not get two Big Macs and fries? Absolute no-brainer. Spend $1 to get Big Mac and fries. Done. Get out of here. Um, what else happened this week as well? Coronavirus. Listen, say what you want about the coronavirus, yeah? One thing it has exposed to me over anything is just how good everyone else is at building shit Versus the UK. We suck. I'm telling you, they've they've uh they built a bloody hospital. And let me find it. Oh bloody it was talking about coronavirus, now it's talking about fucking um <laughs> so about bloody also they Kylie Jenner and her daughter, I don't care about that. Let's, uh, let's paste that in. See if it gets us to the tweet we want. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah, construction finishes um, of makeshift hospital for corona patients. State media reports. Uh, see, I don't like how to say state media reports. I don't like that. There's, <laughs> there's an undertone to that that says, so they say. We ain't seen it, but so they say. But construction of one of the makeshift hospitals for coronavirus patients began on January 23rd in Wuhan, where the outbreak first began. The 1,000-bed Huishenshan Hospital will start taking patients from Monday. Monday, people. And they're building a second one as well in Lishenshan. So I guess Shenshan must be the, re- the sub-region. But yeah. They reckon they've built these hospitals. Boom. In no time. And yeah, Lin Shenshan will have 1,300 beds. That's nuts. Just bag to just slap up this hospital. Sorry, that was a little video showing the hospitals getting built. I mean, I guess I'll believe it once I see people in the hospital. But if it's true, it just shows you how shit we are building things here. Everything's, under, everything's always over budget. 
months late. Look at look at bloody Crossrail. Crossrail's not coming in to like another two years. Crossrail's meant to be open last year. And it's not coming for another two years. Always over budget, always late. Major projects in the UK. I guess because we don't have things like, you know, bribery and, and slavery in this country when it comes to, <laughs> it comes to construction. Like in Dubai, there's like, ah, I don't know what, just, let's get some, some, some uh, South Asians in. Yeah, they can, what, site accommodation? Yeah, just get 40 of them in one room. No running water. Build. Build. Oh, give us your passports as well. Build. Oh, you died. Okay, just, um, is that, you ain't filled in that bit of foundation yet. Have you yet? Chuck him in there. So we don't have that here. We um we have things like health and safety in it. And all that bullshit. So I mean, when I want Wembley built in 11 days, get it built, boys. <laughs> oh, but we see how good we've got to be at building. Now we're, Brexit days happened. We've got our independence back. That's what we wanted. We just wanted our independence back. No, because, you know, it's just, we're, just, we're able to do what we want now. We're able to do what we want with the old independence back. And just like, what? Now, listen, I'm not begrudging anyone for uh, for voting leave. You can, you can vote leave. I get people in certain areas in this country felt disenfranchised. Felt marginalised, felt forgotten about by the London elites. And um, because of that, they've only got each other to talk to. And the rage builds. They see big industries leave their towns. Um, and they're just seeing people talk about them in a very derisory way. And then a man comes along on the back of a you know, red, white and blue horse. And goes, hey guys. Do you, want, do you want to be remembered? Like, yeah. Do you want jobs back in your town? Yeah. Then vote leave. And they go, all right, then we'll vote leave. And they, they don't really know why they vote leave. They want that stuff. And they're voting leave. And they've done it. So was, vote, was the leave vote racist? No, but did all racists vote leave? No, actually, they didn't. Some racists are like, um, I, no, I'm not. I'm not cleaning my own toilet and serving myself coffee. No, we stay, we remain. That's a job for Latvians, not for me. And so I don't think racists all voted leave either. I think um, racists will have different views on leave and remain. But the point is to make it is this. Brexit days happened. And the things that some people are cheering about are not the things that you get from leaving the EU. We get full independence. It's like, well, um, in this world where uh, you, you really do rely on imports and exports, you, you don't want full independence. <laughs> there, there's, this world is built on interdependence. It's Every country needs other countries. Very few countries can produce everything that it needs to be self-sufficient. It's actually impossible. Considering, for example, all the banking systems are done in dollars. And because they're done in dollars, it means that dollars are actually patriated in the, in the United States, meaning you're subjected to US law with certain things you do. And so, 
if you're on your own and you need to enter the banking systems of the United States, that run by the United States, um, the deals that you might get might be less favourable than if you was a part of, you know, a big block of people. Like, you know, like the EU. Who knows? So you're going to have to import stuff from countries and, you know, everyone's like, yeah, we'll rely on the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth, yeah? Commonwealth, where all the black and brown people come from that have disrupted your day. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's going to be a shambles. But, I mean, I hope it works out because I do live here. So um, I don't want that Scheidenfreud feeling of, you know, watching it all just go up in flames. So I'd like, I'd like it to work out. Um, but how's how's my day been affected by it? Just as I thought it would, hasn't. So um, so no, it's um, I don't think it will affect my day to day life, especially with my new job. <laughs> hey, anyway, Super Bowl weekend this weekend as well. Um, it's the, who is it Kansas City Chiefs versus the um. You know, football, I love it. I love the Super Bowl. Um, I just know Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I don't know the other team. Is it 49ers? Is it 49ers? Is, is that who they're playing? Someone tell me. Internet, tell me. What's going on? Yeah, San Francisco 49ers. Ah, I see. Super Bowl 54. So um should be cool man. Should be cool. I'm I'm uh I'll be back in the Chiefs. But I don't really back of any real heart though. It's just I like Patrick Mahomes. But I don't have a team. I don't have an NFL team. I'm hoping to get an NBA team next year though. I'm going to let's say next year, um next season. Going to New York in September. No, October, sorry. Going to New York in October. And uh, yeah. Fingers crossed I get to watch a sport that I haven't seen before. And I can have a real team and take an interest. So my baseball team is um, the Chicago Cubs. Because they beat the Cardinals when I went to see them. Never seen NFL. Never seen NBA. Never seen NHL. Never seen MLS. But if I see any of those games live, that's how I pick a team in a sport I don't follow. If I see you play live. That's the you two teams is a playoff to get my support. So we'll see. We'll see who gets my support. I was meant to go see the NFL games in the UK this year, but I didn't get to see them. Never seen an NFL game in the UK, even though it's been for the past few seasons. And it's even been at Tottenham Stadium still. I'm gone. But I'll get there. I will get there. And I'll pick an NFL team. God damn it. Right. That's enough of uh, of the week. I was going to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I don't realise, I, I, I don't care. Uh, I just hope he gets justice. She um, she made that he was abusing her. In fact, he she was abusing him. And um, they, they're going to court in August, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, Maldives rejoins the Commonwealth after 40 months away. Didn't know you could do that. All right. I didn't know you could uh, not be part of the Commonwealth.
Okay. About their human rights records. All right, cool. Didn't didn't I? But see, people seem to be very happy that they've joined. I mean, I don't really understand the Commonwealth nowadays. It's um, it just seems to be just you know a legacy of of colonialism of the British Empire. It might be more. There might be more in-depth stuff about it, and you know, it's actually beneficial to all the countries that aren't majority white. I mean, I imagine Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and Canada do well from the Commonwealth. Obviously, UK will be smashing it. But I just I can't imagine that the other countries do so well, or they get like an equal say around the table. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll read up about it more. But until then, um, let's get some dear Deirdre, and then we'll um, we'll finish this pod. We'll finish this. Finish it. Um, do you know what? I'm not gonna do any more affair ones where it's just people had mind blowing sex. Okay, I, I want. Let's find some other ones. We're not doing affairs anymore because it's the same thing. They have mind blowing sex, then they feel guilty. Here we go. Here's another one. Hen, we go. I fell out of my pal at a hen do, and I don't want to buy her a wedding gift. Come on, girls. Dear Deirdre, an old school friend is due to get married next month, but I don't want to buy her a present. I feel like I've spent quite enough. There are five of us girls. We are all twenty three, and we've stayed friends since school. I feel like I've, um, she asked us to sort out her hen night and so we decided to pay all the costs. She fancied Spain for a week but that cost far too much so we compromised on a weekend in Blackpool. Okay, that's that's not a compromise. That's that's something different. <laughs> if I say Spain and you bring me Blackpool, um, no. No. I don't think I should be asking you to pay for my, head, my, uh, my stag though. You can pay for it, and I appreciate that. And if you pay for it, that means you're now... If you pay for it, I'm now subject to whatever nonsense you don't want to do to me on, on the stag, because you've paid. But, um, but yeah, we've been there before as a gang. Okay, cool. We picked out a classy hotel, and it didn't come cheap. We went for a really nice meal and had lots of wine. I nearly fell over when I saw the bill. We went to a nightclub as well, and our friend didn't pay for a thing. Was she grateful? No. She just kept on going on about Spain. Now I'm broke. See, now, all right, all right. Here's the thing. I was ready to read this guy and your friend's a bitch. But, you know, when someone asks for something specific, always said to Spain, she didn't say it had to be nice. She didn't say it had to be hotel and expensive. She just said Spain. She probably picked Spain because she's probably looked at Spain herself and gone, hmm, you can go Spain cheap. You can go get there cheap. Let's take a Spain. And you girls gone, oh, because you've gone for something really nice and expensive. And gone, that's too expensive. Let's go Blackpool. And then racked up a bill anyway. In her mind, she's like, if we just all crashed in one villa, two bedrooms, shared beds, drinks are cheaper in Spain, nights out cheaper in Spain, could have got a deal. And they've been cheap in a Blackpool. How many times have you looked for a staycation in this country? Do you remember like spa weekends I've looked for like me and my wife yeah, and I look at the the cost and it ends up being like four hundred pounds, and like we're in Surrey, <laughs> I'm like fuck that if it goes for four hundred pounds we might as well just go Italy. You know what I mean? So it's just 
So it's that kind of thing. I imagine that's exactly what's happened with your friend. She's gone, oh, I don't want to spend too much money. So we'll go in the UK. She's probably looked at Blackpool and gone, that's, oh, that's really expensive. That really racks up. Let's say Spain. So you know what? Shame on you for not listening to your friend. She said Spain. Unless she said she wanted it really upmarket in Spain, then, okay, she can go shut her face. But if she didn't, then, hey, 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 that's your fault. That's your fault. So I'm, I'm, with, I'm with your friend. I mean, she could have showed a little bit of gratitude, but it's hard to show gratitude for something you didn't want. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, damn. Let's see. Um, let's see. Let's find another one that isn't. Okay, this is another one. Oh, let's see. Take Taking over. My girlfriend's mum never leaves her alone and is always putting her down. Ah, dear. My girlfriend's mother is doing her best to take over her life. She judges my girlfriend's friends and says that she looks fat, which she's not. Plus, she tells me... Plus, she tells her she's not a good mum. Jeez. Um, she also makes digs about me. We're, we're both divorced from previous partners and have been together for a year. I'm 41 with a daughter of nearly 16. My girl adores my partner's young son, who is two. My girlfriend is 32 and depends on her mum's help with childcare now that she's gone back to work. If we want tonight... Ah, see, that's the dynamic. That's why you can't tell the mum. Yeah, shut your fucking mouth. Because <laughs> she, she gives you free childcare. If we want a night out, her mother will moan and complain if she is asked to babysit, but she doesn't want to ask anyone else. Is there anyone else to ask? What about your mum? I guess it's awkward because you're not actually married and it's your girlfriend's kid. Let's see. Everything's going so well with my girlfriend except for her mother. She's round at my poor girlfriend's flat every single day and that's getting me down. My girlfriend knows what she's like but owes her money and she still needs help with her son. Ah... You have to suck it up. Suck it up. But what you need to do is just get on your grind, get that money, save it, save it, and just slam it on the table. Go, here you go, mum. There's your money. And she's like, oh, yeah, you don't have to pay me back. It's like, no, I do. I do. Because you're lording it over my bloody head. So here's the money. All right. Now I've got enough money for childcare. And I'm going to let, nah, you don't want to let a stranger look after your kid if you, can afford, if you have family to do it. Just do what? Just talk to your mum. Be an adult. She'll sulk and make out that like you've threatened her life because you've stood up to her. But, you know, and she'll probably not talk to you for a couple of days, not pick up the phone to you because she's hurt. Can't believe you spoke to me like that. And just go, look, mum, I love you, but you're being a bitch. Stop being a bitch. Love you. <laughs> That's what you do. And then she'll respect you more. You know, think about it. You know, when you was a kid, if you picked on someone, you did respect more. The kid who sat there and cried or the kid who punched you in the face. You're like, ah, do what? I'm probably not going to... Probably not going to pick that pick on that kid again when he punched me right in the mouth. So, um... Yeah. All right, let's see what else there is. Um... One more, one more. Addicted son. Our son turns into a disgusted drunk every weekend. We want to throw about. <laughs> How old is he? If he's if he's 
any age under 21, then just, just get over it. He's a lad. He's fucking lad. Our son turns to a disgusting drunk every weekend. He is what I... He is what I think is called a functioning alcoholic. He's 42. Okay, that's just, that's that's different. 42 is different. I know you can't judge on age, but there's a difference between someone who's 22, who's just, yeah, come on, boys, let's go out, night out. Yeah, we're on it. We're fucking on it. It's on the piss. Absolute legends. Yeah, being absolute legends. Just getting drunk in a kebab. It's the same night every weekend, but it feels different because... It's a different Friday. But it's the same formula. Get pissed. Go out. Get out and talk to some birds. Get some numbers. Try to go back with the bird. Don't go back. End up in the kebab shop. Your mate walks in the kebab shop. Well, I thought you went over that bird. Nah. She sacked me off. Nah. She threw up so I just left her. Nah. She was too drunk so I just walked. Nah. And then you're in, you're in the kebab shop. You're like, ah, let's go. Let's play PlayStation. Then you fall asleep. The next morning, like, oh, that was nuts. How many numbers you get? Four? Yeah? You text any of them? Yeah, text all four of them. Any of them replied? Nah. All right? Yeah. The one replies? Yeah. Is it the one that you really want to reply? Nah. All right. Night out. We'll do it again next Friday, boys. All right. Um, <laughs> so he's 42 and he works Monday to Friday. Then he starts drinking nonstop until Sunday night. He is so incoherent with alcohol, we can't understand what he's saying, and he makes a horrible mess of our home. What is at home? Nah, 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 nah. If you're 42 at home, getting pissed up, you um, no, you need to look at your life. My husband and I are both 70. We think our son may have autism, but he won't discuss it. He's 42. You can't just you can't throw autism on him now. We're tempted to throw him out, but we don't have the heart to. Nah, he's 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 staying forever. Um, you've created this. The guy can't get to 42. Um, yeah, he, he can't go, he's 42. And then be like, yeah, you need to change your ways now. He's 42. He's 40 bloody two. Uh, so, no, he's, uh, that's done. You, but like, in all seriousness, if, he, if you think he's autistic, you probably need to get a medical opinion on that. You can't save your son just out here being a pisshead for all weekend. Ain't right. 42 though, jeez. What's gone on with your life? If you're 42 and you're being pissed every weekend, that's it. You're not meeting anyone, are you? Yeah, that's you. That's you until you're 70. Or until you're probably 54 when your liver and kidneys fail from battering them every weekend. Because... Your liver is regenerative, right? So that's why you binge drink as a, as when you're younger. Then you give yourself a chance to recover in your 30s. Sorted. That's proper medical advice, that is. Right. Um, <laughs> um, let's see what. Let's see if there's any more. All right, one more. All right, one more, one more. Then we're done. Just a number. I discovered my partner keeps a list of all the girls he slept with, and I'm number 50. Okay, what kind of psycho does that? I mean, I don't know where he discovered this list, I don't know where he's keeping this list, and I don't know why he's keeping such a list. Recently, I found a list of a girl, a list of girls that my partner has been with. I wasn't meant to see it, but I saw a piece of paper with my name on it, and I was curious. I was number 50. <laughs> 
I accept that he's been with other women before he met me, but I can't get it out of my head. It's all I've been thinking about. I can't look at him the same way. I'm the last person on the list, which is a relief. <laughs> I mean, I'm number 50. The list goes up to 124. Um, I'm the last person on the list, which is relief, but I'm worried about how I compare with the other women. I'm 23, my partner's 26. Right, I'm going to tell you now, lady. Um, Out of those 49 previous women, you can probably remember about three with any real vivid um, thought. And yeah, they might have done some things that you don't do. One of them might have been better than you. Shit, 10 of them might have been better. 40, all 49 may have been better than you. But he's with you. And he likes you. So that's all that should matter to you. That as long as there's not a number 51 on the list. While you're there. Then seriously, don't worry about it. It's driving me crazy. I'm angry he, he brought it with him when we moved in together. <laughs> Oh dear, do what? We'll just see what he says. I mean, if it's bothering you that much, you're gonna have to say, and you're gonna have to admit that you um, who uh, that you, that you found this list and you snooping around. That's what you have to do. And then he's gonna go, "Why look at my list? Why do you find my list?" <laughs> Anyway, people, that's the end of the pod. I've got much more to say. So, uh, peace.